0: Consequence Podcast Network. Two,
1: three,
0: four. hey iconic armies. Borahe. All right, layover is officially. Out yes. and we're loving it so much. So to start, we're going to just share our initial impressions of the album. Yeah, so.
1: I immediately, I mean, of course, after watching the slow dancing music video, had to then go and just listen to the album start, start to, to finish. finish. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Initially, I just love how the whole album flowed. It, I loved feeling like it was complete now since we had yeah. just gotten like one song here and there. And I just absolutely loved it. My first listen through.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slow dancing. I really enjoyed the song. I first time listening through, I felt like it was very bright which I felt like some of the other songs were maybe not as bright as slow dancing. So it was more of a refreshing kind of concept. Uh, I ended up tweeting this out and putting it on our Instagram. But like initially when I watch music videos, like I'll take a whole bunch of screenshots, but no joke for slow dancing, the only screenshot I took was of Young's like back triceps like the back of his <laughs> arms when he's doing a little bit of the break dance kind of like outside with that other guy yeah uh, <laughs> I just think it that. says I'm like oh You're man I'm such a hard stand yeah uh <laughs> but I really I love the music video too but the album kind of like what you were saying Kayla going and listening to it it just feels complete now it's very cohesive you know yeah. the the album start to finish like you feel like it's telling a story and so we were both pretty eager to get into research for the album to look at the lyrics and kind of see what Young has to say with layover
1: yeah so we're really excited to get into the album with you today
0: keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song
1: wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back.
0: We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your
1: favorite informative fangirl podcast.
0: All right. Today we're going to hang out for about an hour and we're going to talk about... All of Layover, we'll talk about each of the songs. Some of the songs like Rainy Days and Love Me Again, we've already talked about. So we'll kind of just summarize some of those lyrics and and meaning and production. But we're really going to be talking about each song's production, the lyricism the message, and just the album as a whole. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. So excited. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thanks, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to thank us a little bit more and have access to our episode documents, our monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com standingbts standing BTS.
0: Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Yeah, thanks so much.
1: So this month of September is Hispanic Heritage Month. And this month, because of that, we wanted to try to honor something in regards to it. So Mm -hmm. I really love this foundation that I actually get to teach about in a book with my Spanish threes. Mm -hmm. And it's called Raices, And it's the Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services. This is an incredible nonprofit agency that promotes justice by providing free, and low cost legal services to underserved immigrant children, families, and refugees. So, it's like in the book that I teach about it, they are able to maintain and gain citizenship through a refugee status because of this group. Yeah. I mean, they saved their lives and it's, you know, based on a true story and that's just one, you know, family's experience, but they help thousands of families all, you know, throughout all of their history. Yeah. So it's a really, really incredible nonprofit. incredible nonprofit. Yeah. yeah. And so they do, like, legal services, social programs, bond assistance. They also do advocacy around changing the narrative around immigration in this country, which is super amazing. They're operating on a national level and... So no matter where you are, you're definitely helping them and it's a really great cause. Yeah. So you can donate at racistexas.org or you can click, click the link in the episode description.
0: Yeah. 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 This is a great organization. Uh, when I found it, I had not heard about them really at all. But you, Kayla, being a Spanish teacher and saying, yeah, one of the books that I teach, like this is the nonprofit agency that ends up helping this family. And yeah. I was thought, wow, OK, so like they're really doing the work.
1: Yeah, really. I mean, it's just really incredible what they do and what they help families with. So could not, you know, encourage you guys more to go and donate them, donate to them this month. And yeah, celebrate Hispanic Heritage yeah, Month. Great.
0: So with the album and packaging, my album has not come yet, unfortunately, but we have seen a lot of armies do their unpackaging of the album, and within the album, Young ended up writing a letter to ARMY, which I just think is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not actually handwritten, but it looks handwritten like the font does, mm-hmm. so it looks very very sincere and sweet and my initial thoughts was seeing that he had a letter written to army it made me think of how jimin had a song a hidden track on his album called letter so i just feel the veeman love love that yeah but this letter is just so so sweet what he kind of just said we're not going to read the whole letter here but to some of the things that he talks about is just like, hey, it's been a long time since I wrote a letter. Like, it kind of feels a little awkward. But isn't it crazy that, you know, here I am releasing my own album now. You probably remember me back in the day when I was this mischief kid who didn't follow the rules and was kind of all over the place. You know, heavy, dark eyeliner from 10 years ago. Angsty. And now he has these more mature thoughts and these more mature experiences that he talks about in layover and Mm -hmm. so he just congratulates that bts has made it 10 years army's made it 10 years Mm -hmm. it's just very sweet and reflective and he says he hopes to continue to sing and dance and promote in a cool manner for a long time Mm -hmm. for army and yeah there's just a lot of love there and it's so sincere everything he says in it
1: I think it's so special that he did this. Mm-hmm. And to- I mean, come on, totally Veeman vibes there. With uh, the yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that he did this, that he included this in his album package. Like, how special to do that. You know, yeah. it's just so meaningful. And now, I I just love thinking about my BTS albums as like these collector items that in 50 years I'm gonna pull them out and think back on the glory days you Mm -hmm. know my youth and how much I love BTS and like opening that and reading that letter again and just being like wow you know like Kim Taehyung
0: like I just feel like yes and I feel like in the letter too it's very reflective of where BTS are now in chapter 2 totally because he's just reflecting so much on the past years and he's like I think I'm an adult now Mm -hmm. so we can look back at it and be like oh yeah this is when they were in chapter two and they were doing all that solo work yeah yeah and really showing those more mature messages with us
1: and I feel like his gratitude comes through in this letter too so I love to see that that's the space he's into
0: I purple you lots oh love
1: it We purple so much
0: yeah
1: so let's go ahead and dive into the album track list itself So we already spoke about Rainy Days in its own episode. But just to recap a little bit of our interpretation of the song and our thoughts. So first of all, we love the jazzy lo-fi. Like that's the big standout is the lo-fi-ness that this song has. It is unmissable. It's so good. And in this song, he's really thinking about what he could say to this other person. He's just kind of on this kind of like kind of trapped in a loop of not being able to break out and think about what he could say what could break through to them what could Mm -hmm. bring them back to him um and it seems like it's following a breakup was our interpretation it
0: really seems like it's following a breakup but as we go through the album we'll we'll talk about some maybe some different interpretations of who this this person is or who he's referring to and the song you know it we feel like it fits into the album really well. We feel like it really prefaces the album. It starts everything off with that more jazzy tones That's mm-hmm. consistent through all of the songs. That little bit of R&B is also consistent through all of the songs. And so we think it really sets the stage. And it's yeah. not too, it's not too slow of a song. Like I kind of talked about Rainy Days having a little bit more of a pop feel to it. Mm-hmm. So I think for... Layover being this much more mellow kind of album, a little bit slower-tempoed album, that Rainy Days is probably one of those a little bit more... There's a little bit more going on, a little bit more involved. Yeah. Not as slow, I would say. Yeah, more with
1: the production yeah. and so especially kinda, with that lo-fi yeah. influence. It yeah, it kind of
0: kicks things off yeah. a little bit there. Young in his Spotify interview said that rainy days evokes a lot of emotion. And this really resonated with me because I feel like rainy days, even though it kind of, it wants to take you to a rainy day just with the, the title. And it totally suits that. But for me, I feel like when I go on my morning walks and it's, the sun is, you know, rising and the birds are chirping, it, you know, it gives, it sets an atmosphere of kind of like bliss mm. in a way. And so it's a very calming song. It has feelings of nostalgia to it mm-hmm. too. It has that old timey kind of feel for yeah. it, which makes it a little nostalgic. Mm-hmm. So I do think that he's right and that it evokes a lot of emotion and a variety of emotions. Yeah.
1: For sure. I think that he, that nostalgia definitely feeds into that kind of thinking about what he's going to do Mm -hmm. and that pensiveness that he has about you know like that emotion that he's getting into the song too yeah. but the nostalgia really comes through with the lo-fi too kind mm-hmm. of sends you back into like the reflection lots of self-reflection yeah. in the song too so yeah,
0: definitely yeah it does put you into a, a more pensive state yeah but yeah I get the blissfulness there's too. a lot of focus with it too when mm-hmm. I think of lo-fi like I think of you know you're one to focus on studying or whatever mm-hmm. like I do think it kind of brings you into a focused state or it brings you I don't know. Yeah, I mean, ready to focus a bit, in yeah. on the
1: album. And mm-hmm. I mean, even him, the way that he's using the song and the lyrics, like focusing in on the task at hand of trying to, what he can possibly say to this person, trying to open a very line true. of communication with them. Yeah, very yeah. true. Maybe that can bring us into Blue a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So Blue was written by Absent Chronicles Kathara Stoltenberg, Gigi, Henriette Motzfeldt, and Jinsu Park, and then produced by Absent Chronicles and Jinsu Park. We see Jinsu Park on a lot of the songs here in this album as mm-hmm. a writer and producer. So as far as the vibe, the production, this one has a pretty slow beat, one of the slowest on the album and it has that jazzy rmb vibe the guitar itself that's accompanying in the background is like kind of lazy guitar it's just it's the most focused instrument in the song that you can pick out but it's just like it's not really at the forefront it's just kind of strumming along i mean it has the jazz vibe it does yeah Yeah. but it's
0: very relaxed Mm -hmm. and yeah it sounds a little lazy there's Mm -hmm. not a whole lot of like excitement behind it you know it, it even though it's the loudest part of the instrument the instrumental uh it's still so like nonchalant in a totally, way totally
1: totally yeah i mean i just i think that that fits like what jazz Blue- is yeah, right yeah, yeah. and re- r&b too yeah and There's also the only accompanying percussion that we could hear was like a tampered cymbal that would just like Mm -hmm. barely ring out and then they would deafen it again. (laughs) And so overall it's a really muted song. We didn't feel like it has a climax to the song. Like there's no instrumental build. There's no like vocal build. It's very constant throughout. There is a little bit of vocal distortion in like the intro and the post chorus. And that kind of brings in the reminiscent vibe that rainy days had that nostalgic vibe that rainy days had. Mm So Bringing in some continuity with the production between songs in that way. I mm-hmm. mean, besides the songs themselves just flowing into one another very well, but those little points of production that kind of
0: they're consistent co- come over. Yeah, yeah they're very consistent.
1: consistent. Yeah. So yeah. Young in his Spotify interview said that to him blue is more of an achromatic color to him mm-hmm. just so it doesn't have like much hue or brightness or anything that is giving off of but typically achromatic is like white gray and black so that brought us to blue and gray which I know on yeah. our previous episode when we were speculating about what blue is mm-hmm. we were like oh like we don't think that this is like blue and gray we think this is like icy like blue you know mm-hmm. but this didn't seem like icy like blue like it- we had expected especially from like the teasers we expected maybe angst but this felt like that sadness blue you know that we're more familiar with yeah Yeah. it really
0: does feel like that sadness blue and for him to describe blue as an achromatic color you know that lacking color I also I just was like okay that makes sense with him having worked on blue and gray Mm -hmm. that he sees Blue is a as a much more unexciting or like pigmented color. Well, yes.
1: And if you're drained of all of the other colors and you're only left with blue, Mm -hmm. you know, then it is, you know, effectively achromatic there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so we'll get into the lyrics here, but I feel like the production and the usage of blue being an achromatic color really hits home on what the lyrics are talking about you know where there's not a whole lot of excitement going on everything seems a little mute everything seems a little lifeless a little drained um so let's get into into the lyrics here yeah so
1: in the intro that's when you can hear him say on and on and on and my love on and on and on can we go and so this is like that lyrical continuation of rainy days mm-hmm. where we really talked about in rainy days he's being stuck in a loop we see it in the music video as well in the lyrics and then here at the beginning of this song he's stuck in a loop on mm-hmm. and, on and on. On, and um, on and on so just kind of stuck in that thought cycle mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: So in the first verse, he says, what if I show you and I make it all new, green, yellow, red, blue, whatever seems good to you, a day to the moon, like borrowed stars, everyone's looking at you, but baby, you're all blue, blue. Mm. And so to break this down, I just feel like the mention of the other colors here where he's saying, I can make it all new. Like, let me show you. I can make it all new. I can take you out of this this state and I can bring you green. I can bring you yellow. I can bring you red. And those colors make me think of different emotions. I think we all Yum. can... Take different colors and really feel emotion with it. So like green, I really think of like a peaceful state, or yellow, you know, experiencing happiness Mm -hmm. or bliss, or red, even feeling like passion or anger or Mm -hmm. some kind of emotion, you know. Um, and he's makes the comment too of like everyone's looking at you, including him. Like he clearly loves who he's talking about here and wants to offer a, a helping hand, but he's saying, even though we see you for who you are and we love you for who you are. But baby, you're all blue. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you are just lacking that that color, that emotion. You know, it seems like this person is in... A depressed state, mm-hmm. or just feeling very drained mm-hmm. or lifeless, is what I get.
1: Yeah, I mean, like almost thinking, emotionless thinking too. Thinking about the achromatic thing, like being drained of all other color and just being left with that blue, like that yeah. depressive state, that sadness, and like totally drained, like lifeless. I think is a good word for like feeling that way of just like not having anything else that you're you're mm-hmm. giving. Yeah, um, very interesting verse here and how he is observing this person and i think already questioning and wanting to help them
0: yeah yeah he wants to take them to the moon yeah a day to the moon i just it's a very romantic line totally romantic yeah yeah
1: so then in the chorus he's repeating blue in this beautiful vocalization like Mm -hmm. vocals cannot be understated in this album my goodness the honey baritone vocals that Young mm-hmm. has. Oh my God. Just like, so smooth. So smooth. Smooth
0: and jazzy. Oh. This, I mean, he, he executes this style so well. His voice is perfect for it. Yeah,
1: literally. Incredible mm-hmm. from start to finish. But this is lovely. But something that I thought of was... The blue and the repeated blue, especially the last couple ones, kind of sound like boo-hoo, almost like crying. The way he draws out that blue-hoo. And also the repetition here, if it is like crying, is like being stuck in that sad, that sadness, that depression state of like crying. But also the repetition of blue again, brings back that kind of stuck in the loop or stuck in that emotion, stuck yeah. in that state. Yeah.
0: yeah, being very stuck for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just never-ending. It feels constant. feels constant, yeah. Yeah.
1: In the second verse, he says, these days, deep sigh of relief, it's sinking me too. Tell me everything. So swing my way, baby, and let me close to you and feel the world move. Fly away, fly away. So here it feels like he's trying to comfort the listener, whoever the subject of this, you know, these lyrics are through their blueness and relating to them saying like, he feels it too. He's going, he's going through it too and offering his embrace to get them through saying like, I'm here with you, Mm -hmm. you know, we can do this. And this to me, like, came off and comforting in a way that's so similar to like Yungi set me free. Yeah. Like of just like, igno- like there's so much power in acknowledging your pain and just knowing that you're not alone. And sometimes like even just that can be enough and can be so helpful and freeing mm-hmm. to know that someone feels how you do. And they're right there with you. Yeah. Um, and it's, you guys are going to get through it together. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's so comforting for him to be like, it's sinking me to like, tell me everything. I want to hear, I want to know, but also offering that lending hand saying like, I feel the world move, fly away. Like, let's fly away. It is very set me free. Yeah. Like, let me pull you out of this. Let me try to help you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it is very comforting. Very And comforting. his vocals sound comforting too, even though there is that kind of monotone kind of consistent vocals that he does throughout. Um it still kinda comes off a little comforting too. Not like a lullaby yeah. exactly, but right. you know, there's a little bit of comfort there.
1: I do get that a little yeah. bit of that lullaby. But it also this is the first point in the album so far that doesn't make me feel like breakup. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like, you know, Tae Young even writing this to army or writing this to a close yeah. friend of like someone who just needs like that bit of encouragement, not mm-hmm. necessarily talking to someone that he's not with anymore. Mm-hmm. Um And so that was like unique to me because so far we had really seen and expected, like this feels like a breakup album this feels like, yeah. like who hurt him type of thing. Yeah. But like this verse really stood out to me as like, I'm here for you. I'm going to comfort you. Yeah. Like let's get through it. More um, applicable. Yeah. More app- like widespread. Of, yeah. yeah so I really loved that and mm-hmm. so anyways wanted to point that out yeah. yeah I
0: also just love the the line of so swing my way baby mm-hmm. I feel like the usage of swing here also is a little vintagey it makes me think of swing, swing dancing, dancing. Yes. but also Taeyang is just such a fun loving very optimistic kind of person you know at least when you're around him he comes off that way and so swing to me is a very like fun motion to do yeah so he's really like come swing my way like let's let's get out of this together and fly away yeah
1: totally totally
0: yeah Yeah. so final thoughts on blue like we were saying there's really not a whole lot of build or climax to the song but I think that's that's what he's trying to convey here you know with the lyrics he's talking about someone being stuck feeling you know having lack of emotion and so it makes sense that like if something isn't really exciting this person or they're in a really low point in life you know this the production and instrumental and delivery of the song really reflects that too mm-hmm. it's very constant it's a a chromatic song you know it's tends to be a little bit more of a a one note, a little bit more monotone, Mm -hmm. but it does continue those feelings from rainy days of being stuck too, like you were saying Kayla. So there is that consistency there. And we were like, like we were saying, we're not sure. This seems like it's applicable to a lot of different situations, but whoever this other person is that he's talking to or a group of people that he might be talking to, uh, he clearly really cares about them and they seem like they are lost aim in life Mm -hmm. maybe in a depressed state or Mm -hmm. they've lost interest or passion Mm -hmm. in a relationship or their interests Mm -hmm. and so he's wanting to do everything he can to help them Mm. and like
1: it if he's hurting too it like is something that he's making sure they're helping each other through like I just love that and I think that this is such an applicable song, like you said, like to so many different experiences. Mm -hmm. Like you could be going through any of those things and this song could help you through it. Like it could be talking about any of those experiences for himself too. Right. And that's where it could have come from. Yeah. 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 I love this song. I do too. I really really like this song,
0: but... Ooh, I was wrong. I thought I was going to be angsty. No, I no, mean, no,
1: no. The concept <laughs> photos and the teasers. I mean, I'm now curious. I need to rewatch yeah. the teasers with this song in mind.
0: Yeah, we did talk about like the black and white filter, which makes a whole lot of sense because Blue, he says he... he Puts that color in with like those blacks, grays, right. whites. Right. So that makes sense that it's a black and white filter, but the edgy, angsty, mm-hmm. kind of aggressive knocking on the door, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I'm care. I can't wait for the music video. Yeah. We will have a little We already kind of have week. theories, but I'm not going to say them because no, we're probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's okay. get into Love Me Again. So we had already talked about Love Me Again and our Love Me Again episode. So go back to refer or go back to that if you want to hear us talk about the lyrics and the music video. But just, just to kind of recap some of the song's meaning and our thoughts on the song. Uh, initially, we really thought like Love Me Again is like that breakup song. And he's, you know, wishing that this person could love him again and come back to him. Mm-hmm. And we talked like who would leave him like who would <laughs> How do that could you? Yeah. and that this person not only just left him but they left without explanation you know he kind of starts the song by saying that like you left me without without a word yeah I'm like who How? why yeah <laughs> but now i'm like looking at blue it's kind of changed love me again now mm-hmm. because blue it, you know if this is still the same person he's referring to it sounds like this person isn't in a mentally good state that like they're having a hard time with just day-to-day life and like it's hard to be passionate and in love when Mm -hmm. you're feeling that way Mm -hmm. you know
1: so Um, it makes sense why he may only got a one word text back from them because they just didn't have it in them yeah Yeah. and
0: it's not so much that they don't love him Mm -hmm. you know like he probably knows they do love him but he's Mm. like I wish you could love me I wish you could but they just don't have the ability they don't have the ability oh heartbreaking yeah it's totally changed love me again it's so different now I said that a million times in research I'm like love me again is so so different So different now. now. I
1: mean, but this is what we were waiting for—like to see the whole album and how it pieced together. Yeah, yeah, and the story that he's telling there. And yes, like it just—it makes it so much different. Uh And yeah, yeah.
0: but "Love Me Again" lyrics are just so gorgeous. In him betraying, like, and reminding them and showing them, hey, this is how good our love is. This is how good it used to be. Mm -hmm. It could continue to still be this good. Mm Mm -hmm. Ah, and he's maybe
1: offering all of those thoughts as like a comfort there to the listener, you know, coming off of rainy days coming off of blue as like, look what we could be again. And Mm -hmm. look how happy we could be. Look how happy you could be.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, something new that we learned about this song from the Spotify interview. um First, he said he released this song first because he wanted people to listen to it without any like reason. And I just love that. Like, yeah. he didn't want them to have any expectations on the album or like more reading into it. Just here's what it is. Yeah. And I think it's the perfect song on the album for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, second, oh my fucking God, Take Hook Forever because yes. what the hell? Okay. He recorded this song, he recorded the guide which is like the first version of the song at jungkook's house at jungkook's house and jungkook helped with vocal production gave his thoughts gave his opinion vocal
0: directing guiding oh yes.
1: my god yeah. like which of their mattresses which of his mattresses was he hanging out on when they were doing this all of them all of them they probably. just bounced around oh i can't believe this Take I mean, forever yeah, yeah. take
0: forever he just Absolutely. slipped that information
1: in like it was so casual yeah no
0: but and then also that when jungkook worked on seven that Young was the first one he showed right what the fuck I they were probably them. doing it at
1: the same time there I mean that's not what I mean but
0: <laughs> I, I, the look I just gave no, you like, I'm like what
1: <laughs> comparing songs at the same time helping each other you're, out you're simultaneously right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh but anyways so love me again we love it still we're refreshed anew for what we feel like it means and how it fits into the album is so lovely coming after blue yeah
0: and i will say like love me again offers kind of uh additional supplementation to what blue was covering but In terms of instrumental, like Love Me Again, something that's new in it that isn't in blue is it has this like more dreamy instrumental. We Mm -hmm. talked about this Doppler effect that you hear in Love Me Again before he gets into the last chorus. And I think that like really carries us over into slow dancing, which also has this more kind of dreamy and then becomes a little bit more of a bright song compared to some of the other songs on the album.
1: Totally, I mean, just
0: all of these songs... perfectly transition and blend in to mm-hmm. one another mm-hmm. so for slow dancing it was written by dong Young kim free kind gg and jinsu park and then was produced by free kind and jinsu park so for slow dancing vibe and production like we were saying it's bright it's dreamy it feels very refreshing mm-hmm. but also I feel like innately with the, the title slow dancing, it comes off very romantic, Mm -hmm. you know, because he's talking about that, you know, we could be slow dancing. It's hard not to go to a very romantic setting. Yeah. It
1: feels super romantic though. And I think dreamy is like such a perfect adjective for this Mm -hmm. song. Like love me again, kind of set us up to be dreaming and wishing about like what we could be and slow dancing brought us there completely. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. It's taking us to that state. You're right. Like love me again is like, Hey, hey, uh, we could be this way. Right, like
1: the warm-up to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then slow dancing really shows us that, that dreamlike state. It's like that we blissful moment, yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, yes. yeah. Um, but the instrumental, again, gorgeous, but we have this jazzy flute solo, and it's like the outro of the song. And I honestly just love the structure of this song. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was... Kind, I would have never predicted that when you're looking at the actual format of, of songs, historically what we've seen, there's not a whole lot where it goes into like an instrumental break, like flute solo, but its carries out the song, right? You know, like there's no additional singing, nothing. It just it just takes you out. And what I love about it is it sets the stage for this very f- carefree moment. Like he, he like is like, we could be slow dancing, you know, takes you to this real romantic Mm -hmm. place. And then he just, let's see, he just plays this flute and you just get to vibe. Visualize. Yeah. You just get to vibe, you know, like you get to, you get to slow dance. You get to do whatever. Yeah. There's no judgment. There's no worries. You're just in this carefree state. Yes. Um, through the rest of the song. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing.
1: Seriously Genius. genius. And also, very jazz thing to do mm-hmm. you know but he he put it in a perfect part of this album yeah. on the perfect song yeah. yeah
0: and i i will say in the music video he kind of he prompts us to do that too because yeah. you see him going and just free free dance freestyle dancing yeah. yeah yeah uh-huh also too i will say most of these songs are pretty slow tempo slow dancing continues to be slow tempo but it's less slow tempo than i expected it to be like Mm -hmm. it's actually one of the more quickest tempo of all of the songs and has a little bit more brightness and kind of like a beatness to it Mm -hmm. which i wasn't expecting and it's just such a refreshing slow
1: dancing yeah yeah but it is really refreshing and it's also like because of the brightness and because Mm -hmm. of the happiness that this song is like conveying and like the wishfulness that it is like it needs that tempo yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. So let's get into the lyrics here. In the first verse, there's the feeling of this undertone of like something is not right in this relationship, in this relationship. So what he says is, it's about time we get it straight. Give me a minute if it ain't too late. It sounds about right. This can't be forced, babe. It shouldn't feel like this. Hurts too much already. Stay with me till the end of the day. So he's really saying, like, "Mm, something's not right here. This love is starting to feel maybe a little forced. Things aren't feeling quite natural between us like they once were. And it's painful. And he's Mm -hmm. just continuing to hold on to, like, stay with me. Let's get through this. Yo, we our love is so good. We can yeah. continue to to feel this way. Let's reconnect. Yeah. Let's
1: rekindle. Mm-hmm. You know, let's re spark. And like I feel like that's, that's
0: some marriage counseling shit right there. Right. <laughs> that's
1: like this is the you know, the feeling that he takes us with into the chorus where he says, Maybe we could be slow dancing until the morning we could be romancing the night away. Mm-hmm. We're just totally like, come on, let's let's get it back.
0: Let's get it back right.
1: I also just like as a Spanish teacher, I always pick up on like the language, the verb tense. Sometimes I look at like what pronouns are being used, but like mm-hmm. now that we're like this is the third song in the album that uses this conditional verb tense this could be and would be like earlier he used it in love me again i wish you could love me again and the conditional tense implies so much Mm -hmm. and right here it's really contributing to the dreaminess of the album and the dreaminess of this song what's he what he is envisioning himself Mm -hmm. here all of what they could be. That word is so loaded here yes. in this song with the visualization. Um, like he really sees the hope and he sees the, the potential here. And that's what he's trying to imply.
0: That is definitely what he's trying to imply. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because in Love Me Again, we really talked about like that. I wish. We felt mm-hmm. like that tense was so interesting like it's not I want you Mm -hmm. or I need you to Mm -hmm.
1: but I wish you but I wish yeah Yeah. and that back then and that I wish you could thinking about influence of blue and knowing that this person is in such a low state wishing that they could you know they're that we already talked about that implies like they're not able to able to yeah Yeah. but they wish that they yeah so very interesting the way he's using the conditional tense throughout the album
0: yeah I'd agree Okay, so
1: he's also like super carefree there in the chorus. Like, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No inhibitions, like, just losing yourself in the moment of mm-hmm. slow dancing, romancing. In the second verse, he. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like when he's addressing this person in the second verse, he does seem like they're using him to make him make themselves feel better. Like mm-hmm. they're kind of stepping on him. In this lyric, he says, Stop teasing me, girl. Now you made me leave my heart out there. Step on me and I'll lift you up. And it's like, okay, so what is she like using him to elevate herself as like a stair stepper, like mm-hmm. up the ladder, you know, social climber type of thing, or even just like putting him down, like not valuing his feelings or what's going on with him and instead of putting herself first. I'm, I guess I'm saying her now, but we're, you know, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it, it just makes sense to see it through that lens. Right. But yeah, it breaks my heart a little bit because he's talking about like, her teasing him and he's like now like you've teased me to the point where like you've really put me in this vulnerable state where I'm leaving my heart out here you know like I'm so vulnerable with you and then you step on me and I'll lift you up like she puts him into this vulnerable state and then either denies him of something or like makes you know makes fun of him for it and steps on him, and that it makes her feel better. Or I also thought, too, in a different way to interpret it, is like, step on me, and I'll lift you up. Like, he's so hopelessly in love with this person Mm. that they can step on him, and he would still praise them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really what it feels like here, too. Because after this verse, the end of this verse where he says... We were so much alike. Now we're just distant neighbors. But then he goes back into the chorus. But maybe we could be slow dancing, uh-huh. romancing the night away. Yeah. Like, he's still hopeful. He he's, still doesn't want to, like, let go of oh, this yeah. idea, this dream.
0: Yeah, he is such a hopeless romantic. My gosh, have I... That is something I've definitely learned about Kim Young. Oh,
1: yeah. With like, all of
0: these songs, he is a hopeless romantic. And that that he is could not be giving up.
1: The huge subtext of this whole album yeah. is Kim Young hopeless romantic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's deeply in in love mm-hmm. with whoever or whatever he's talking about mm-hmm. here. Oh yeah. And has a lot of care for for them. For them. Yeah. yeah. Uh he then also says in verse 2 and I just feel like this is the one of the few moments in this album where we get a little bit of shade, a little <laughs> bit of anger, you know, a yeah. little bit of snap back and he says find someone new again. Got it on, did you? Oh snap. And I'm like, "Oh, Oh, is he like calling out this other person for like hooking up, right? With just another being quick person, quick to move on, quick to move on, right? yeah, exactly. as if he was nothing, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, mm, mm-hmm. the shade,
0: a little, little bit of shade there, mm-hmm. yeah. So we then get the the chorus one more time, like you were saying, Kayla, mm-hmm. and then that gorgeous instrumental outro with amazing the flute. iconic we also have a piano version but i will say i don't think the piano version is as good as the flute version that's my it's personal not. opinion but the flute is just iconic
1: i agree with you the flute is so fucking iconic it's incredible mm-hmm. a jazz flute outro like yeah. i mean there's a reason why that's like the first version on the album why mm-hmm. the piano version like is secondary you mm-hmm. know like i agree with you totally yeah it's so unique i'm thinking of pied piper now oh my like- god
0: <laughs> Yeah, I had come not and thought about that. At all. You know, like, yeah, let's slow dance come back. <laughs> Literally the Pied Piper calling them back, trying to hypnotize <laughs> them
1: into loving him again. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Yes.
0: Ooh. totally
1: oh now totally. I'm thinking about the
0: music video how it's on a beach it makes me think of like sirens and stuff
1: oh yeah I was already there oh, I mean yeah. we'll <laughs> talk about it in that in the in the music video episode yeah. but <gasps> Pied Piper slow dancing outro yeah. oh my fucking god okay yeah. I'm gonna think about that every time I listen to the song now <sighs> me too okay so
0: <laughs> final thoughts on slow dancing as as more upbeat And a little bit more bright of a song this is like lyrically i love how the verses start to address some of the toxicity that's the real issue The, the real issue and why like this love is not working out why this whatever this relationship is isn't quite right and all i keep thinking about is like man he is so gracious to the point he's too gracious because that line of like step on me and I'll raise you up. I'm putting my heart out here and you're teasing me. It makes, it fills me with a little bit of rage. <laughs> like as a Young bias, I'm like, who, why? No, Young, you deserve better. And I feel like what makes me move on in my past breakups and relationships is that a little bit of that rage. And I feel like that rage can, you know, it can be bad, but I feel like it's a natural emotion to feel and it makes me feel like I deserve to be treated better. And yeah. it, having a little bit of that that self-respect and being like, mm, I shouldn't be treated this way. And feeling like this person's disrespected you or not treating you the way you deserve. Right. But you don't get a whole lot of that from Taeyang. It just seems so friculously hopelessly in love with this person yeah too gracious yeah
1: and maybe you could maybe attribute some of the hopeless romanticness to just it being a jazz album right and that's a big major theme running through jazz music is kind of like leaning into that you know the crooner right so so he could be more leaning into that because of the style of That's the album, but mm-hmm. also, like, we know that Tae Young is just such a kind soul and so loving. And so, mm-hmm. I could see him like just being so self sacrificing that yeah. he's like so incredibly loving that someone doesn't treat him as good as he deserves to be treated. Yeah. But maybe here in this song, it's, I mean, he's realizing that yeah. as much as he still wants to hope and dream mm-hmm. and see what could be in the reality of the verses, he knows and he's acknowledging and telling them, you're not treating me.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. So I do really appreciate how coming off of Love Me Again that he really depicts in the chorus of this song how that, what their lives could look like and the dream of what could be if they loved him again. Yeah. Um, so... The romance, I could come, mm. right? Ah, oh, he deserves—he deserves the world. I think he's maybe being a little too gracious, a little too giving. But yeah. like you were saying, yeah, he could just be leaning into that—the jazz feel—and mm-hmm. you know, he—I think he talked about in the Spotify interview too, that or somewhere that he tends to romanticize everyday life, you know, and yeah. maybe he's romanticized even just like this is a, a relationship that's gone bad. Even but his heartache what? he
1: can romanticize. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. He's an optimist. Yeah. Like, we know that about I him. Do. So, yeah.
0: But you know that he really, like with Blue and Gray, you know that he can, he feels those real, those real sad mm-hmm. emotions too mm-hmm. and isn't always super optimistic. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. But yeah, in this album it appears that way, that yeah. he has a little bit more of a per- perspective and, Romanticizes life a little bit yeah
1: there is some scope like between like the rainy days in the blue is kind of like you know not quite so optimistic in those songs but he does allow himself to dream at the same time Mm -hmm. um like that we're seeing here later on too so yeah it's like a wide range Mm -hmm. that he's showing us and I, i mean very mature
0: it's very mature yeah absolutely
1: So this was written by Freekind and Monroe and produced by Monroe. And to us, this is like the most R&B sounding song on the album because it has like very stripped down. It feels... A first listen, it feels sexy. Like mm-hmm. that slow, like knocking percussion in the yeah. background, super sexy. There's it gave also me a little bit of
0: closer from Indigo, yeah. you know, which yeah, is with, awesome. like that's the female a very vocals. sexy, yeah, very yeah, sexy, totally. Yeah,
1: I totally get that too because there's like that female vocal sampling at the start and there's also some distortion of the vocals in the song too that kind of give that closer vibe too that you were talking about mm-hmm. um, I really love also the subtle harmonies that he has going on in the background and vocalizations and then there's like these soft oohs that are being sung but they kind of fade out and then like these kind of like synth created ooze kind of like take their place and play in the background mm-hmm. so like very cool transition between it's a cool transition yeah and... vocal and instrument yeah and then it has this gorgeous piano melody throughout that we really, really enjoy as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, the piano is so gorgeous. If you really listen to that piano melody, it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the lyrics. So the chorus is what starts at the beginning and it is that, that female vocalization that's sampled at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And what really breaks my heart in the chorus is that this female voice is saying, it was nice to know you and it breaks my heart that we gave it our best shot. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking because like it's so honest and it's such a truthful realization that this love isn't meant to be and that it was nice to know you so this love doesn't go to waste. Knowing you and being together was very nice and I appreciate our time together. But even with how much we wish we could be together and how hard we've tried to make it work. It's just not meant to be. Yeah. And that's a really hard truth to face. Mm-hmm. And the female vocalization at the beginning with how it's distorted, it almost sounds, it, it doesn't almost sound, it does sound distant. It sounds like she is not there with, with him. Yeah, It sounds like it could be like a voicemail mm-hmm. or something. It sounds like it's far away. And she's basically saying like, I'm at home. You went your way, mm-hmm. and I'm in California now. Is mm-hmm. what they say. Like it mm-hmm. provides an actual location of like we're we're far like apart. so far
1: apart. Yeah, yeah. The the distortion on it it reminds me of like an old answering machine mm-hmm. like it get, which just gives me yes. more nostalgic vibes, yes. retro vibes. That's
0: definitely much more of what it is. I can yeah. just
1: imagine Young standing at like his kitchen counter pressing, you know, play and hearing this recording play out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is so heartbreaking, but I love that. Like the, the line we gave it our best shot mm-hmm. because like coming from the rest of the album, like knowing that this person is, like, going through so much on their own from Blue and how much Tang is trying to, like, support them and comfort them through it and, like, still hope and dream for the future. Like, they, as two individuals, complex, like, humans, you know, if we're talking about a relationship and a breakup, like, they know that they did everything that they could and that sometimes life is just hard And it might not just be people changing. It might just be, like, things that happen to you Mm -hmm. that make it impossible for you guys to progress forward. And it feels like that's what happened here.
0: Mm -hmm. Just too many barriers getting in the way. Yeah. Yeah, And it's unfortunate. And even though, it like, you know, they're kind of facing reality here of, like, we gave it our best shot. It was nice to know you. Even at the end, though, there's still that little glimmer of hope of, I'm still waiting for you. Will you change your mind? I would still give it all up for us. Mm-hmm. Like I'm willing to do all of that. Give up everything for us, but still like knowing it's, that's not that's not even enough right. to make it work.
1: Right, like that's not even,
0: even yeah. if I gave up
1: everything. Yeah, I mean oh. that, that sentiment is carried into the first verse where he says, like I'll talk about the verse and the refrain together because they go together, but he says, Come before it's too late. I got things to say before I go. And there's no time to wait. We can hide away. Need to let you know that. I wish I could stay with you. Know that I will wait for you. I mean, the I, he's still dreaming here. That hopefulness of we can hide away. Need to let you know that. It reminds me back of love me again, where he says, fine, I'll be honest with you. And then he just spits out exactly how he feels about them and how much he misses them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I gotta let you know, like, this is my last ditch effort. Like, you know, I can't leave this moment without just telling you one more time. It makes
0: me go back to even rainy days where he's like, how can I say this? Yeah, You know, what can I say? How
1: can I find the words? Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, ultimately, what he ends up being able to say is just, I wish I could stay and know that I'll wait for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Again, the conditional tense here being used saying, I wish, I wish I could. There's so much conditions in place that are keeping them from being able to. And if this or that were different, then maybe I could, Mm -hmm. but I can't. Um, And I still think that like, well, I I said this already, but it's just so interesting. Despite all the heartache of this not working out, he's Mm -hmm. still hopeful. There's Mm -hmm. still glimmers of hope coming through here. Yeah. Yeah. Hopeless romantic. He is
0: a hopeless romantic and a hopeless optimist. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, of course, that goes into the chorus again. And it's the female sample for the first half, but in the second half it kind of like doesn't you know like mm-hmm. the you know like the tape in the old like voicemail machine it. yeah pause rewind whatever and then Young comes in and there's this like slight key change when Young comes in at that we gave it our best shot and that little key change and just like his crystal clear vocals coming through after mm. the distorted like voicemail sounding vocals yeah.
0: Oh, it's it, just so
1: impactful. It
0: lifts the song. It it yeah. elevates the emotion. Oh, here. so
1: much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, and I just think it's so incredible that it's going from the female voice into Young now mm-hmm. singing it back to her, like, in response. It You're mm-hmm. right. It does sound like he, they could be pausing the voicemail, and it's almost like he's pleading back yeah. to this voicemail yeah. of, like, we gave it our best shot. You but know? here
1: he is. I mean, he's. it seems like he's finally accepting it yeah. because he's interrupting her. He's like, "That okay, yeah, we gave it our best shot. And now you're in California. He switches it instead of saying, I'm in California. I'm in Cali- you're, you're in California, in California, California. Uh-huh. acknowledging that it is a different person from him that has all of this distance between the two of them. He says, I'm still waiting for you. Will you change your mind? And then still saying again, I'd give it all up for us. Oh, the hope's still there, but... Yeah. Now you're in California. Mm-hmm. Very impactful. Ah, uh,
0: yes. And it's just again, like you were saying, there seems to be a sense of acceptance on his end too. Yeah. In this this reply or yes, completion. Yes, thank you. That's what our, I was getting to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just accepting that that person is not here, and he's, I mean, maybe he's still doubling back on the acceptance at the end by saying, "I would still give it all up." But I know. You know. But the passion that comes through right here. I mean, here it wouldn't be
0: a BTS song if there wasn't a little bit of contradiction. A right. little bit like, mm, they're saying this, but they're also saying this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean there's that confusion, mm-hmm. of course, with with breakups or you mm-hmm. know with any relationships that are going through a uh, turbulent time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love the song too. I he think wants to make it work. That's for
1: sure. He really wants to make it work. And this song is like a beautiful like outro to the album. Yes, it
0: is. And
1: it could kind of like like you mentioned rainy days earlier. Yeah. It could kind of bring us back into rainy days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um,
0: it's definitely an album that you could loop, and it just has a consistent atmosphere throughout. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like it, it definitely has a mood to it. Yeah. Um. Ah. Oh. I do love it. So mm. overall thoughts mm-hmm. on layover. Did we talk about his reason for why he named it layover? No, let's talk about it. Yeah, we should because it's important. In this Spotify interview, he talked about how life is not linear and that whatever goal or where, whatever direction you're going in life, that it's not a straight shot. And he uses the analogy of you know when you're traveling to a destination that you know when you're flying by plane you have layovers and these layover moments give you a time to sit still and have self-reflection and reconsider like where am i going why am i doing it what other goals do i have what have i achieved you know and so this layover album like we kind of said with rainy days, it sets this pensive state mm-hmm. of self-reflection and really diving into yeah. into yourself, diving into your aspirations. And so that really is what this album does. It kind of becomes very internal. Mm -hmm. It really,
1: I mean, as much as we've related the lyrics to talking about a breakup, Mm -hmm. you as a listener could listen through the album and go on this journey of like getting into this reflective state with rainy days and whatever's on your mind, that's been like coming back up and like that you've been ruminating on. I mean, it's bound to come up when you're listening to rainy days. right?
0: It could be anything in your life. It could be anything. Yeah. That- isn't working how you want it Mm -hmm. or expect it to Mm -hmm.
1: you know and rainy days is the perfect song for that and then like i mean if you listen to the album in order going on to blue like if this is something in your life that's not working like it can make you feel that way Mm -hmm. and it's like like blue can be that acknowledgement song of like this is where you're at like Mm -hmm. let's acknowledge at least what you're going through Mm -hmm. before we try to move past that at all
0: that even kind of makes me think of like the creative process that you can go through sometimes when you're working on an album or something. And, you know, you're just in this state of, like, unexcitement. There's no passion there for mm-hmm. it. You know, it could feel repetitive, mundane, mm. very, like, mm, there's no there's no thrill here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: mean, into love me again, wanting to find that passion, wanting to find that thrill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, rekindle that and get back into it. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. and The then only
0: f- thing about layover, though, mm-hmm. and it, it makes sense, is, like, there's no answer to that you know he keeps talking about like the I wish I hope Mm -hmm. I imagine this Mm -hmm. but there is there's he doesn't give it to you he doesn't give you a song where like there's a a solution or some kind of resolve
1: there's no happy ending in jazz no I just don't feel like there is I mean I, I I don't know that that would you know like that he would that anyone would be able to fit that into mm-hmm. like this style of album. Yeah. I don't know. I mean is. But if, also if like a layover written,
0: you're not actually like well that's Reaching true. your destination right? Right. You're, you're not. That's in true. In a stagnant moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Maybe you're not intended here to find yeah. the answer. Yeah. And if this is written I mean it has to be so heavily influenced from his real life experiences that like mm-hmm. he can't necessarily have an answer for that. This could just be his interpretation of something that he's gone through and how he put that into lyrics yeah so
0: oh it's just so mature Mm -hmm. um he's so gracious Mm. in this approach to heartbreak whatever that heartbreak is like I don't know what relationship he's referring to it could be with a significant other it could be a breakup but it could be heartbreak from losing passion with music or you know it could be about bts it could be about his family members Mm -hmm. you know could be about a very close friend Mm -hmm. we don't really know i feel
1: like i have two main theories Mm -hmm. on the source of his heartbreak the source of his pain but this is just like just where my mind goes when we're thinking through the album, just from our personal experience. So, first of all, we saw earlier this summer a lot of speculation about a relationship between Tae Young and Blackpink's Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in California. She has a house in LA. I don't
0: know how you knew that, but you did. I don't, she TikTok, do not TikTok. I don't she know. She does. Yeah. But she does.
1: And so, like that to me. I'm just me, impressed. I'm impressed. When I. W- <laughs> when when we never got confirmation on that relationship it made people think okay this is weird normally when people are together like agencies will officially confirm it or not mm-hmm. so now in hindsight maybe like yeah they were together but they broke up yeah. and so that's why they never confirmed it was because it wasn't actually a thing anymore mm-hmm. and then you know when we get the whole album especially once I got to the end with For Us now you're in California now I'm in California I was like fuck Ooh. like is this really about Jenny? Yeah. so like to me especially if they went through a breakup like that could be a major source of his heartache and his pain and like something that could contribute to this lyrical process here yeah so yes definitely Definitely. yeah Um, i think
0: that's where i initially went mm -hmm. because there was just so much there was so much speculation about him and Jenny. There was a
1: lot of pictures and videos and they were like seen together in Paris. I was hearing
0: it from non-ARMY people and I was like, how do you even know? (laughs) Yeah, like. Yeah. 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 Um, Just interesting. So it was hard not to kind of like think about that a little bit Mm -hmm. when listening to the over. Yeah. But again, nothing's confirmed. It's all speculation. So so it's like, we can't really, we can't can't really say anything.
1: The other thing was that, This came up for me when we were going through the lyrics of Blue together was that I felt like because I felt the set me free connection I felt very much as if this is not just Young writing to a romantic partner like this could be Young writing to ARMY this could be Young writing to his members Mm -hmm. like it felt like a song to me I really thought about Namjoon especially because of his album called Indigo and then this song is called Blue like I could imagine especially because we know that Young and Namjoon have such a special bond and relationship like we talked about on their ship episode that like namjoon was one of the members that really got young like yeah. always understood him and took him seriously and like and made, saw his intelligence and saw, too, yes exactly and his, yes. his
0: skill and artistry yes absolutely totally. from day one totally from day when one when he like, was that crazy kid who was very disobedient mm-hmm. namjoon saw through that
1: his biggest supporter and yeah. so i could imagine that if Taeyang saw Namjoon going through such a a hard time that he was during Mm -hmm. that last festa and during the time that he was creating Indigo and we know that Taeyang has been working on this album for a long time time. uh, you know I also thought maybe this song is influenced by what he wishes he could help out Namjoon with and like you know what hopefully you know him writing this song could be a comfort to him and just letting him know hey I'm here for you hey we're going through Mm -hmm. the same thing and we're gonna make it through together so I don't want to say, like, that's the whole purpose of the album or the song or anything, because I feel like he has so many influences from his life that he poured into this album. But in that song in particular, I really kind of felt like the BTS connection. Yeah, also
0: with J-Hope, too. Like, J-Hope with Jack in the Box, too. And I'm just really blanking right now, but, like, doesn't he have, like, outro blue side Outro blue side, mm-hmm. yeah blue, yeah, and yeah. where he has you know similar you know expressions of feeling that real deep sadness and lack of passion mm-hmm. so I could really see Tae young having blue as a response to his members yeah. for that, yeah, totally, and wanting to lend a a loving hand oh my god no yeah i love that theory
1: i could imagine that you know Young would be that member to do that and it's such a perfect song for it you know it's very subtle and it's a lovely song so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm curious to get blue the music video i think it's gonna really provide insight because i will say like of all of the songs on this blue seemed a little bit less like i don't know if he's really talking about a breakup here Mm -hmm. you know yeah um but again like the bts members have gone through a lot uh the dynamic between just like being a group and solo work is a drastic change you know so a lot of this album and with layover could be like that time period between bts what they've always been right and the passion and love that they've had and how like Maybe some of those highs and lows that they've had throughout their career have really, like, leveled out, and there's lack of excitement yeah. once they started, you know, post-pandemic.
1: This transitional time, you know, he could imagine it as a layover time in his yes. life, too. Yes, yes. And the other thing that kind of makes me wonder about more bts group undertones in this album is the fact that the the handwritten letter that he included in the album like he talked so much about bts and yeah. about their 10 years and about like how proud of him and bts and army that he is and like how much like it still seemed like a letter dedicated to not just kim taehyung but to like mm-hmm. Young and bts like from them yeah um so yeah and we've also like in teaser photos for this album concept we've seen them happen in like locations that BTS have filmed and yeah. taken photos in, so like the parallels are there, the undertones are there. I just don't think that it's like the prominent, like main theme of right. the whole album. Like I think like it could easily be a breakup album, and it could be so many things. Like Young has gone through hardship that he could pull into yeah. these lyrics in any way. So right. Yeah. Right. yeah, but these are just our thoughts and our speculation. Yeah. I also had kind of like a Rainy Days headcanon, like if we're thinking about this album as like a story from start to finish, we kind of talked a little bit earlier about how like Rainy Days could put a listener into a mood of like reflection Mm -hmm. and how the songs could take you through kind of like our old podcast, One Through Seven. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, our old podcast. Yeah,
1: but um, no, but like, I think that imagining like the storytelling of this album that Rainy Days is like, if the whole rest of the album happened within Tae Young's headcanon on that rainy day. On this rainy day, when he's trapped uh, in his apartment, he's thinking yes. about what he could say to this person. And so blue is the first thing that he would say, where he's meeting them where they're at, acknowledging their pain, mm. you know, saying I'm there for you. Then moving into love me again, of like, look, like I'm gonna help you through this now. Look what we could be. Mm-hmm. Into slow dancing, like looking ahead together, and then Ooh. like ending with for us, like to me, I f- and that's why I think for us can loop so well back into rainy days, yeah. Because when we were watching the rainy days music video and like listening to the song and thinking like. Does he ever come up with something to say? I think that at the end of For Us is what he's saying. What he you says. Know? Like, and he I'll belts it there with
0: the key change. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Did you just not think of this? Or did you tell me this? I research? told you that yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love that, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I hadn't even thought of it that way. But I do think that rainy days really sets the the stage. Yeah. For the rest of the the, the album. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of rainy days... I do think it's my favorite song yeah. on the album. Yeah. It's hard to pick a favorite because I really do love all of these songs. But they're, I don't know if it's the lo-fi-ness, a little bit more poppy poppiness, the the different types of instrumentals and uh, sound bits that they use within rainy days. It just yeah. It's just a song that I really uh, can bop to. And I feel yeah. like I can apply it to so many different moods like I could listen to it when I'm studying I could listen to it when I'm walking on a sunny day I could listen to it while I'm drinking coffee in a coffee shop on a rainy day you know I just feel like it it fits everything
1: it's so great yeah yeah for me I'm so much more complicated when I come to favorites like it's so hard for me to pick Mm -hmm. like I think that I have a special place in my heart for blue because of the comfort level yeah but it's not my favorite like I can't say that but I will say right now I'm between love me again and slow dancing because like every time love me again comes on, I'm just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And I love the chorus so mm-hmm. much. Like it's such a great melody. It's such a great vibe all throughout, but slow dancing. Like maybe I just feel that way about love me again. Cause I've heard it more. You've heard it it's more been around longer, but slow dancing but t- is so good. Every I, time
0: love me again comes on, you are, you are grooving. To I know, it. but, but it could like, be because it's more familiar. Cause it's
1: more familiar. Yeah. And like, I'm already like singing along to slow dancing in the car and just like crooning along with it and like mm-hmm. getting, and I love the flute. Oh, Oh God! Like oh, I mean, I it's oh, so good. It's iconic. Yeah, that's just iconic. And now <laughs> the connection to Pied Piper. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's maybe it has to be slow dancing. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with slow dancing. But you know, ask me next week. It might be different. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. I'm proud of him. I'm so grateful for him. And you know, I think that he's He's been working on this album forever, yeah, forever, so I know he's poured so much effort into it, and it really shows I have nothing but praise for every I think lyrically production wise it's all so it suits him so well. I feel like it's a reflection of him. I love the insight and those mature concepts we're getting that he's really grown a lot as an adult I feel like I've learned more about Kim young through this album mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed and love him so much yeah you know <laughs> so it's just it's refreshing and it's definitely a great album I just am enjoying it so much yeah
1: yeah there's nothing better to say yeah. about it than that so yeah. I'll leave that there because yes I agree with you 100 it's so incredible we absolutely love this album we would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this album so on our posts about it like get in our instagram comments or you know twitter yeah. whatever
0: message us uh, message
1: us dm us we love to hear your feedback and come to the iconic hangout when we have it this month so that way we can all talk about all of layover together yeah. oh my god and we do want to say a special thanks to our vip supporters on patreon eileen michelle holly meg rachel robin and deja thank you guys so so much if you enjoyed this episode please let us know write a review wherever you listen to podcasts and you can find links for all of the things in the
0: description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts